good day and as always welcome to the uefa champions league show for today monday the 16th of may 2022 wherever you are listening to this episode from whether you are in the usa on the african continent north america south america asia europe and oceania welcome to the most exciting informative and educative sports show on the calling platform with yours truly philip alimo and i've got love for sports and undoubtedly the greatest club competition on earth the uefa champions league on today's episode we continue with part two of jogging club's journey to becoming the first manager in liverpool's history to win the top flight league title european cup efl cup and the fa cup sit back relax and enjoy this special episode jogging club a world-class head coach and a successful one too at p at f s v mines 05 and borussia dortmund a unique emotion driven character he is currently a hero at liverpool and anfield but his roots are in germany let's take excerpts of jogging club's time in germany a revolutionary in the coaching business loved by all a glorious past and a great future Jürgen Klopp made in Bundesliga he spent most of his playing career at Mainz wearing the red and white jersey for 12 years his wonder goals are unforgettable but there were to be no great successes he only ever played in the second tier Klopp losing possession and narrowly missing promotion to the Bundesliga in 1997 unforgettable over as Mainz coach in 2002, the beginning of a truly great story. It was clear from the off that this man is fueled by his emotions. His antics on the touchline exemplify what he expects from his players. His first steps as a coach left a scar or two. Again, he only just misses promotion. Germany's top flight seems beyond reach. But then in the summer of 2004, decisive victory over Eintracht Trier. They finally made it, finally in the Bundesliga, thanks to Kloppo. UEFA rewards their fair play with a spot in the UEFA Cup, but relegation becomes unavoidable. Klopp announced his departure in 2008, an entire city saying goodbye. Jurgen Klopp hailed as a hero, but when one door closes, another opens. Jurgen Klopp coach at Dortmund since 2008. The beginning of an era in black and yellow. Suddenly he took over as Borussia Dortmund coach, his new home, Germany's biggest stadium. Fakt ist, dieser dunkle Gang unten raus bei uns. Ganz dunkel und vorne ist es ein bisschen helliger. Wenn du da rauskommst, das ist wie eine Geburt jedes Mal. 
Es klappt schon nicht so viele, wenn du auf die Welt kommst. Aber du kommst da raus, das Ding und es explodiert. Along with Sporting Director Michael Zorg, he assembles an interesting team. Hummels, Barrios, Grosskreutz and Co. Klopp banks on young and unencumbered players. A philosophy that soon comes to fruition. He leads Borussia back to European competition in his second season. Wenn ich nur durch, durch, durch Lebendigkeit, durch Emotionen ihnen das Gefühl gebe, dass ich felsenfest davon überzeugt bin, dass wir das regeln können, dann ist das genug. Now everyone knows this man can achieve great things. Losing his glasses, legendary. Borussia threw the league with passion and pressing. Nobody can match Klopp's Buccaneers. So at the end of the day, Borussia Dortmund are the German champions of 2010, 2011. Dortmund's first title in nine years, Jurgen Klopp made it possible. And the black and yellow high flyers refused to ease off. An almost daily routine now, Klopp's rapture, his trademark. Buoyed by his emotion, he set new standards a year later. Again, the best team in the league, again, the championship title. And they simply have deserved it. They've been the best team right throughout the campaign. And on top of that, a sublime 5-2 victory over Bayern in the DFB Cup Final. Dortmund wrap up the double. Klopp and Borussia. In 2013, their power to thrill extends way beyond Germany. Malaga in the Champions League quarterfinals, followed by Real Madrid. Remarkable victories on their way to the final, but they miss out on the trophy. The final at Wembley, Iron Robin and a lucky punch. Glory for Bayern, Dortmund narrowly failing to claim the European crown. It was the climax of the Klopp era. Only two years later, the big downturn. Bottom of the table after 18 match days, the fire was gone. And all of a sudden, the news no Dortmund fan ever wanted to hear. It's really down to dieser Verein die Möglichkeit einfach bekommt, das großartige Potenzial, das nach wie vor einfach da ist, auch wieder zu nutzen, ohne ständig mit der eigenen, von der eigenen Vergangenheit in der Entwicklung blockiert zu werden. Und dazu muss ein, ein großer Kopf weg. Und das ist in dem Fall mein. This is going to be an emotional afternoon in so many ways. Jürgen Klopp leaves Borussia Dortmund. The South Terrace says thank you for seven years of devotion and passion. His last Bundesliga match in 2015 and Klopp's Borussia bounced back, qualifying for the Europa League, despite a disastrous first half of the season. The seconds after the final whistle sent shivers down everyone's spine. Credit where credit is due. Jürgen Klopp goes to England. He now features on the touchline at Liverpool. Anfield instead of Signal Iduna Park, he and his Reds rock Europe.
Kloppo impresses again and again, as a coach, but even more as a person. And whatever is still to come, one thing is certain, Jurgen Klopp was made in Bundesliga. Stop, don't leave us. So, Jurgen Klopp is a, is a true son of the German Bundesliga. And looking back at his time at Dortmund, it is one that is remembered with a lot of success. Let's take a feature about Jogging Club's league title successes with his former club, Borussia Dortmund. And he gives the club a new identity, the new Borussia Dortmund, with his special personality. It was perfect. He created a new philosophy, and uh, not even for Borussia Dortmund, in my eyes, uh, for German football. If you would walk through Dortmund to ask, which manager would you love to have back? 98% will still say Jurgen Klopp. They were a club coming out of a major financial crisis and needing a new start. Yeah! Yeah! He was a confident young coach who'd made quite an impact. Wir sind in der ersten Liga! He has not the best players in his team in mind, but they played a special style. And you had the feeling that they will give everything for success. From the start, you could see that he's very passionate, that he's very focused on, on success, and that he has a clear strategy of, of how he wants to play football. They called it gegenpressing, a fast, aggressive, counter-attacking style which suited the players. This kind of football, I mean, that was brand new in Germany at that time. The mix of our team, that means with very young, talented players and some experienced, with that mix, it was a perfect match. He brought some new guys. He brought Nevin Subotic from uh, Mainz, his own player. And he was very young. And we had Mats Hummels, the other very young fullback. And everybody said, oops, can that work? And Jürgen said, that will work. And all of a sudden, we had two young guys there. And they're playing brilliantly. Brilliant with charisma, he become a popular public figure. My name is Jürgen Klopp. I'm uh, the coach of Dortmund, but you can call me Kloppo. But behind the smiles, his focus was undiminished. His kind of leadership was very impressive for all of us. You could smile with him. We could make party together. But on the next day, we, we, we had to work hard for, for, our no go for our new goals. After two top six finishes, Dortmund's targeted the title in Klopp's third full season. He was, in this year of the first uh, title, he was the locomotive who gives the power to the rest. He convinced us that we were really a good team and that it's time now to be champion. It was Dortmund's first title in almost a decade. In their museum, they still celebrate a pivotal win against Bayern Munich. They achieved it with the help of Klopp's tactics. The dangerous wingers of Bayern Munich, Ribery Robben, they were always facing two opponents. It was a fantastic system, like, like a pair of scissors, where you really always worked like this. And we scored brilliant goals. After that, Jürgen Klopp destroyed his glasses because he got a cut by, by the glasses uh, thrown from his head. That was the first time he beat them on their own soil. 
And I think no other Dortmund manager ever has beaten Bayern Munich as often as he did in Munich. In 2012, they retained the title and won their first domestic double. When the time finally came for Klopp to leave, Liverpool seemed a likely destination. He made that step because he knew which potential Liverpool has and what he could create with his philosophy out of that club. By leading Liverpool this close to this season's title, they feel their former managers exceeding expectations. 90 and so points, it's fantastic and brings Liverpool to one of the five or six best clubs in Europe. In Jurgen Klopp, Liverpool have one man who knows what it takes to win titles and make a lasting impact. Jürgen Klopp undoubtedly has made and is making impact everywhere his footsteps. During his time at Borussia Dortmund, Dortmund produced an incredible comeback to beat Malaga in the 2012-2013 UEFA Champions League quarterfinal. Following a goalless first leg, Dortmund were 2-1 down going into injury time before winning the game 3-2. Let's take the jogging club's reaction of that dramatic Champions League comeback against Malaga. Jürgen, that was amazing. Have you seen anything like that before? No. My goodness. I, I didn't wish today that I, I will see this, but this is the this one phase of football. And so it's, uh, I think, a very disappointed, one very disappointed team in this moment and one very, very uh, lucky team, though. Yes, it was unbelievable. We made, um, I think, our worst game in Champions League, first half. We, we showed that we have nerves. Uh, it was not our best, best football. And yes, so it was easy to defend for Malaga, but they did it well, but it was not so, so hard to do. And second half, yes, we tried a little bit better. And they were too clever this evening, I think. They wait, they, the watch is running, and we, yes, it was not easy. But we got the goal, and we made, made two, and unbelievable. <laughs> what then happens in this stadium, it was. Crazy. What was your feeling like when that third goal went in? Although, of course, they, they thought it was offside. Okay, what? They thought it was offside. In oh. fact, replay suggested it was offside. Our third goal? Yes. But I had the second goal of, of, of um, Malaga too. Yes, possibly as well. This is a very important information, <laughs> so it's okay. Um, but it, I think about the two games, we are the deserved winner. Uh, um, and um, so... Now everything is okay, but I cannot describe what, what happened in, inside me. It's not good for... I, I think I have to show it to the doctor, but it's, uh, <laughs> it was really crazy and it was like a championship. It's not a championship, but it felt like... So, no. And finally, Karl-Heinz Riedler was our guest in our <laughs> studio today. He thinks your team is better than his team that won the Champions League. Can you win the Champions League as well? <laughs> what should I say? If we play like tonight, no. <laughs> but... Um, if you play like we had played, uh, did it um, very well in, in this Champions League and with, and uh, I'm not sure it's uh, the passion of tonight, so then we are really hard to, to play uh, and difficult to play, and as we will see. But now we, 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 we got the target, we, we reached it, and 
semi-final. We was in, in a dressing room and my, my, my assistant coach and, and me, we, we are in the semi-final. Nobody could believe who knew us a few years ago, but now it's really crazy. But it's, it's one of the best things I ever, oh. I ever felt. Magnificent. Many, many congratulations. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Thank you very much. Whilst manager at Borussia Dortmund, Jürgen Klopp, said that one day he might move to England if he improves his language skills so that he can understand people from Liverpool and Manchester. Let's take excerpts of Jürgen Klopp on his potential managing in the Premier League. For all of us, for me and for all the other guys, um, to to get a lucky guy, it's... um, the right moment at the right place and we all feel it it's the right moment we are the right moment at the right place and it's Borussia Dortmund so I'm 46 in some cases of life it's not so young in some cases of life it's, it's young enough and I, I have to work and I want to work for a few more years and maybe in future if my English is better and better and better and then I understand people from Liverpool and Manchester and uh, maybe I, and somebody asked me I will, I will come to England Go on your nerves, and then we will see. But in this moment, it's no, it's no chance to, to think about it. On the eighth of October, twenty fifteen, Jurgen Klopp agreed a three-year deal to become Liverpool manager, replacing Brendan Rodgers. Jurgen Klopp, from twenty fifteen to twenty seventeen, took Liverpool to two finals, yet they lost, and also returned to the Champions League. Liverpool co-owner. John Henry did not trust public opinion, so he looked for a mathematical method very similar to Moneyball, the approach that Henry used for the Boston Red Sox in guiding them to three World Series wins, which he also owns via Fenway Sports Group. The mathematical model turned out to be that that of Cambridge physicist Ian Graham, which was used to select the manager jogging club and the players essentially for Liverpool to win the UEFA Champions League. In his first press conference, Klopp described his new side saying, it is not a normal club, it is a special club. I've had two very special clubs with Mainz and Dortmund. It is the perfect next step for me to be here and try and help. Stating his intention to deliver trophies within four years. During his first press, press conference, Klopp dubbed himself the normal one in a parody of Jose Mourinho's famous The Special One statement in 2004. Klopp's debut was a 0-0 away draw with Tottenham Osprey on the 17th of October 2015. On the 28th of October 2015, Klopp secured his first win as Liverpool manager against Bournemouth in the League Cup to progress to the quarterfinals. His first Premier League win came three days later, a 3-1 away victory against Chelsea. After 3-1-1 draws in the opening matches of the UEFA Europa League, Liverpool defeated Robin Kazan 1-0 in club's first win in Europe as a Liverpool manager. On the set of February 2016, he missed a league match to have an appendectomy after suffering suspected appendix. On the 28th of February 2016, 
Liverpool lost the 2016 League Cup final at Wembley to Manchester City on penalties. On the 17th of March 2016, clubs Liverpool progressed to the quarter-final of the UEFA Europa League by defeating Manchester United 3-1 on aggregate. On the 14th of April 2016, Liverpool fought back from a 3-1 second-half deficit in the second leg of their quarter-final match against its former club, Borussia Dortmund, to win 4-3, advancing to the semi-finals 5-4 on aggregate. On the 5th of May 2016, club guided Liverpool to their first European final since 2007 by beating Villarreal 3-1 on aggregate in the semi-finals of the UEFA Europa League. In the final, club faced Sevilla, losing 3-1 with Daniel Sturridge, scoring the opening goal for Liverpool in the first half. Liverpool finished the 2015-2016 season in eighth. On the 8th of July 2016, Klopp and his coaching staff signed six-year extensions to their deals, keeping them at Liverpool until 2022. Liverpool qualified for the Champions League for the first time since the 2014-2015 season on the 21st of May 2017 after winning 3-0 at home against Middlesbrough and finishing fourth in the 2016-2017 Premier League season. Liverpool reached the 2016 League Cup final in Jorgen Klopp's first year in charge of the club. However, they will lose the game on penalties to Manchester City. Let's take Jorgen Klopp's first final as a Liverpool manager and his reaction to that loss. You've got a terrible way to lose a cup final. What are your thoughts? Yeah, disappointed, of course, um, with the end. Pleased with a lot of things I saw in the game. Oh, at the end, it's, um, I think it's open for the first half um, with moments on the one, with one side, moments on the other side. Um, second half, we, yeah, we, we, first we conceded the goal, but then uh, we took, yeah, we tried everything, we, we, we scored the goal, and um, yeah. You feel yeah. you were more likely to win once you scored that goal? Yeah, of course, it's clear that they have a few counter-attacks, that's clear, but um, yeah, sometimes you need a little bit of luck, and we were too open in one or two situations, that's why we changed then, um, um, and, but after this, after five, five, ten minutes after the goal, we were back in the game, and then we, and then, yeah, we did everything, we had a big chance with Devok, um, another few situations, so, uh, of course, it's unlucky, but it's it's one way to lose in, in a cup final, so it, it doesn't matter how. Um, and um, so, yeah, we are disappointed, of course. Do you think you played as well as you could do today? No, I don't think that we played. I don't think Man City played as good as they could. So that's uh, that's how it is. You have to take what you got, um, and um, that's that's how it was today. So it was. I think it was obviously good enough to win this game, but that's not a problem because we should not concede this goal, of course. So, um, was not perfect defender at the end. I think, yeah. And from this angle, it should not be a goal. Everybody knows this. That's how it is. Things like this happen, and they have to strike back. That's what we did. Um, and we had our chances. That's it. So we, we we played well in a lot of moments. We we played against Man City, not to forget. And um, so, yeah. But it doesn't care. Or it doesn't matter what I say now. It will not change the result. What did you say to the players? Nothing until now, because um, yeah, we all have to. Um, 
Yeah. We all have to feel it now. It's it's like it is, and uh, but it's uh, of course it is like this. We, uh, we you can fall. That's what we fall down. That's uh, you have to stand up. That's that's how it is too. So we have the next chance on Wednesday play against Man City. It's another game. It's another tournament. We all know this. We cannot change this this game now. But um, yeah, we have to carry on. We will carry on, of course. Thanks very much, Tom. After losing the 2016 Europa League final to Sevilla, Jurgen Klopp said that the team will learn from the experience and that the game will be a decisive moment in the future of Liverpool. Jurgen Klopp, after Liverpool lost the Europa League final, says we'll come back stronger. Let's take excerpts of that moment. Now we are disappointed, we are frustrated 100%, but tomorrow or in a week or whatever, then we will see it a little bit more clear and then we will use this experience. That's what we have to do. We are now it's clear we are not in international tournament next year. That means no football or not a lot of football on Wednesday, not a lot of football on Thursday. It means we have time to train. We will use it. We will use it. And we will come back stronger. That's that's for sure. You saw we the way in the final was yeah, with a few moments where we maybe overperformed, where we were unbelievably great. The boys showed what they are capable of, but then to have this consistent in the game, you need a little bit more time maybe. They're still young. The players' first big final, unfortunately the second final of the season, um, but the first big final, and we will use this experience together, and then someday everybody will say Pastor was a very decisive moment for the wonderful future of Liverpool FC. As always, it's been a pleasure coming your way with today's episode of the UEFA Champions League podcast where we looked at Jurgen Klopp's journey to becoming the first manager in Liverpool's history to win the top flight league title, European Cup, EFL Cup and the FA Cup. We looked at his journey through Mainz, Borussia Dortmund and the period where he joined Liverpool. In our next episode, we'll continue with part three, where we'll look at his successful years with Liverpool. Keep enjoying the UEFA Champions League podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to the UEFA Champions League podcast on Calling, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. Until same time during the week, when we'll come back with our next episode of Jogging Club's story. Keep well, stay blessed, and keep winning.